Alright folks, it's another episode of America's Hometown Horror, and before we start, it's time to thank one of our sponsors, our very loyal sponsor, HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. Wow, what a combination. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Go to the link in our show notes. That's right when you uh, listen to our show. Go down, scroll down. You'll see them. Uh, to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. How about that? $80 off the first uh, first That's shipment of HelloFresh. That's a great deal. Great I don't deal. know why great you wouldn't deal. take that. Absolutely. If you uh, don't like going to the grocery store, if you like having things picked out for you in terms of cooking... Not my well, particular. You get to, you way. get to pick you get to pick get to your pick. own recipes for the week. It's pick. it's awesome. Yeah. I love HelloFresh. But uh, go go to the link in our show notes. Get eighty dollars off uh, HelloFresh, the number one meal kit, and away we go. Yo, what's up? What is up, folks? And welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror. And what a fun episode it is going to be tonight. Oh my god, I cannot wait to talk about this movie. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. My name is Mike. I am the host of America's Hometown Horror. And as I always say, I'm not alone in this endeavor tonight. I'm joined by my two esteemed co-hosts, Andrew and Catherine. Guys... What's the haps? What's going on? Andrew, same old, Kat. same old. Just anyone have anything interesting to say? Of the day. I love when so you say esteemed. that. <laughs> the luster still hasn't worn off yet. Yeah, the esteemed, esteemed co-host. Yeah, very much esteemed. Very much esteemed. What's going very on though? Esteemed. How you guys doing? What's Good. Going, what's been Good. Uh, What's been happening since the last time we we recorded? I should say. Anything interesting? Um, Anyone have anything? Think I don't think I have going anything. On? I mean, not much. Yeah. I don't think I've watched anything really. Okay. Of note. No. That I can think it's of. It's been a busy summer. It's been a busy weekend. I feel like we were doing stuff all weekend. Well, we were at the beach all day. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That was fun. Celebrating a birthday of one of our friends. Yep. Yes. Very nice day. Very yes. fun day. Which is actually her birthday's today. We all managed to not get sunburned while we were on the beach, which, which is, is a, uh, that's a, a, big, a big feat for all of us. No yes. one got eaten by a shark. Right. Which is also that's nice. also yes. a big feat. Yes. Well, you wouldn't, you're on the opposite side. You're like not in shark territory. I mean, um, I know you're still in the ocean. I don't but know like, about that. Opposite side of what? Like you're in the inlet. Like you're that's not where they like to be. You're on the more. inside of the flexed arm right, of the yes. cape, not on the right. outside. Exactly. Okay. Yes. All right. You're not I mean, in like Chatham P Town where it's like a feeding ground for sharks. Like it's a different or Plymouth. I mean, the it's the same Wind ocean. Some of these sharks seals, could swim I mean. in and you know hang out in there. I, right. I don't they know. could. I mean, they could anywhere. Yeah. I don't trust they anybody. Anywhere. So I, I always think there's sharks. Yeah. Everywhere. But when you go to the beach, you're whether it's on one side of the ocean or not, it's still uh, the it's ocean. Their home. You're mm. going into their house, pretty much. Well, we also you go the water. we also went to Whitehorse Beach another day That's over the past I, yeah. week, and there are seals there. Yep. So that means that there's sharks. Oh, there. absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
They have way more shark sightings you than know, other beaches in Plymouth. Yeah. A little iffy. Yeah, a little iffy. Yeah. Um, when you go to Whitehorse Beach or when you go to Long Beach now, I drove by Long Beach today doing estimates and the great white shark sign is out. It's out. Nice. So it's uh, there. So, you oh, know, yeah. there's that. There's hey, there. sharks. Sharks in Massachusetts. How about that, folks? So, Andrew, I know you said you uh, haven't really watched anything interesting over the last week. Kat, do you have anything to report? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think I'm... I have nothing to report. So, I have something that... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> n- n- none of us have watched, but something that should be on our radar. Yes. And I know I mentioned this to you before we started recording. But, um... So... Safe to say, Kat, that you and I were a fan of the Channel Zero series that used to be on Sci-Fi. One of the most underrated horror TV shows of all time. uh, I loved Channel Zero. Sci-Fi is usually associated with terrible TV shows, uh, terrible movies like the Sharknado movies. But one of the best things they've ever done is the anthology series called Channel Zero, which you can stream every season of that show now on Shudder. I you should, Andrew. Highly you, suggest you that you do that. Uh, I might not have it anymore because I never. Re- it might be on there still because I never. I don't think I canceled it. Okay. If you just sign up for a trial, it just keeps renewing itself. So. Yeah. Well, even if you didn't watch any of that, so the creator of that show and the creative director and director, you know, producer, was a guy named Nick Antosca. He's also the producer on. Antlers, the upcoming uh, Guillermo del Toro movie that we've talked about for numerous times, mm-hmm. uh, that is finally coming out like in a October. Year or so, yeah, I know. At least. Um, so he has a new series out on Netflix called it's called Brand New Cherry Flavor, and it is a horror series and it is out now. So I would suggest that we all start watching that. Okay. Because it sounds uh, sounds really good. Sounds I'll take really you good. up on that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Cool. So, I mean, that's what I got for watchless stuff. I mean, any, anybody else got anything else? No, no, I really don't. It's been it's been a busy week. Okay. It's been a busy summer, I feel like. So I just haven't, I it, haven't we, had time. We all have been really busy. I know we've talked about this on prior episodes. So it's like, you know, well, we have a lot going on, as does everyone does everyone. in the summer. Like, every Most summer, of the everyone's summer. just like, yeah. go, 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 yeah. you know, like family parties, whatever. Like, yeah. it's, it's a lot. But hey, we're making Beach time for time. you, the listener, every week to bring you some new content. Um, so I guess a couple of a couple of things newsworthy that I came across over the last, uh, you know, couple of days. Andrew, I know we talked about this yesterday. This is an important thing for us because you and I are both lovers of cereal. Mm. Mm. Love milk cereal. Milk and Very. cereal. Cereal, cereal, cereal. It's a terrible milk song. And terrible cereal, song. Cereal and milk. Who sang no. that song? She loves special sauce. Terrible band. Terrible no, song. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh my terrible. gosh. Terrible. No. G loves special sauce. G, G love and special, special sauce. sauce. Terrible. Who's terrible that? band. Terrible it's song. It's like a like a reggae jam band. Sounds They're like great. everything I hate. Ugh. And that song sounds terrible. Yeah, it's a it's a song about cereal and milk. It is. It's terrible. Cuckoo for cocoa terrible. puffs. <laughs> Awful. Um, something that delicious. may be of interest to us. <clears throat> so obviously. <laughs> I have noted in the past my fandom of the Universal Classic Monsters, and obviously General Mills, the cereal company, has taken advantage of this in the past and come out with their monster cereals. You may have heard of Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, all of the above. You may not have heard of some of the other lesser-known cereals that they do. But with that being said, 
this year is the 50th anniversary of Count Chocula. So they are doing a Monster Mash cereal that is uh, supposedly out now. I haven't seen it anywhere, but it's going to be coming out where it's a mashup of all of those cereals. Interesting. Starring uh, Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Boo Berry, Yummy Mummy, and the Fruit Brute, who is a werewolf, uh, all united for a new version of uh, the Monster Mash Time out. in a behind-the-music-style video. Go ahead. One of these monsters is called Yummy Mummy. Yummy Mummy. Yummy <laughs> Mummy. <laughs> and it's not a MILF. <laughs> it's a Yummy Mummy. It is a mummy. I've never seen it's that a mummy. before. What yep. flavor is that? <laughs> No idea. Yummy Couldn't mummy. even tell. And you. then fruit the brute, fruit brute, fruit brute. I feel like I feel like fruit the blend brute is a werewolf. Yeah, but that's a fruity. I feel like the the blend of flavors going on in the cereal is going to be <laughs> all over the place. I know. I know. I may. I think make a good cereal bar probably. So sure. okay, we can so, do that. So so cat is that famous for making cereal bars. I feel like this is one that has I to take, be done. I take credit to your sister for coming up with the Lucky Charm cereal bars because that kind of inspired me to make more cereal bars. Yeah. And since then I've been dabbling in like every single different cereal, making different yep. cereal bars. You know out what of, like, started that whole thing though is they have at like grocery stores. And Rice Krispie Treats? Not <laughs> Rice Krispie Treats, but yes, Rice Krispie Treats too. But the other, the, yeah. <laughs> but also they have uh, like the cereal bars. Yes, those yes. are a new Which thing. is just yeah. sweetened condensed milk in between two layers of That's cereal. That's too and much they're very, almost. Yeah. Similar. I idea. mean, similar, but no, I don't put sweet. And how that's a breakfast item? I don't know. I guess pop tarts. It's are just cereal. 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 So automatically condensed milk yeah, and sugar. It's it's a dessert. It's a dessert. It's cereal so. and milk. Cereal and milk. <laughs> get out of here with that shit. The magic get out of here. You're gonna buy a box just for the mantle? Uh, yeah, exactly. I probably will because the box looks very pretty. But um, essentially, all of these monsters. So again, Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, Yummy Mummy, and Fruit Brute all unite for a new movie, uh, new video. It's on YouTube. You can watch it where it's like a behind-the-music-style thing uh, talking about the new version of the Monster Mash that they record, which they do a new version. It's on Spotify. And the video for Behind the Music features Travis Barker. Must be hurting for work because... Interesting. Uh, yeah. I feel That's he's a not stretch. hurting for work. That's <laughs> I mean, a big stretch. I would think so. I mean, he's dating one of the Maybe Kardashians he really now. loves cereal. I mean, as do I, but I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, I guess if they asked me, uh, obviously, I'm not Travis would you Barker. Say no? but like, if, uh, I would say yes, of yeah, course. Say I'm no not Travis Barker. Yeah, but Travis Barker's just like everybody else. He's Why like, I, he I, I, I like Cho Count Chocula. But he's more right. famous than the average person. But, maybe but it's he something really he likes loves. Cereal. He's passionate about it. Yeah, he loves all right. Cereal. Okay, yeah, it was kind of cool. So I would suggest going on YouTube, uh, search for the Monster Mash, Count Chocula, or General Mills cereal, and you'll find it. It's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, anyway, in other news, uh, so a couple of shows that we've talked about in the past. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows, before it actually premieres for the third season, has already been renewed for a fourth season. Nice! And yes. uh, American Horror Stories, okay. the anthology series, has already already excuse me been renewed for a second season. Did we finish? We finished that. We did not finish. We didn't it. finish that. We okay, didn't even we're come still close. Walking. We we're didn't even finish the second not episode. Not walking, yet. watching. Uh, we haven't even have time. Haven't even had time to finish the I second know. episode yet. So, got to do that. Um, perhaps the most interesting news item that I've come across over the last week relates to something local, and that would be Barrett's haunted mansion, which is the most interesting thing that I'm excited to talk about. So, 
as we've talked about before, we covered Barrett's Haunted Mansion last year, our review. This is their 30th year, okay? Okay. They released a teaser video for their 30th season, and it's clear they're going to come up with some sort of a viral marketing campaign, something kind of different cool. about this. I'm excited. So basically, they released a teaser video. It had no audio. I think it's going to be tied into what the theme is for this year, the 30th year. Oh, I want to see. And sources that we have talked to over the last several months mentioned that we might see greatest hits from over the last 30 years. Cool. But this particular teaser was for a company called McTeal Industries, okay? Which is a chemical company, so... Interesting. Chemical companies, hmm. things might go wrong, might create certain things. Reactions. Here was the caption of the, uh, the video that was on Instagram. Quote, At McTeal Industries, since we opened in 1992, which happens to coincide with Barrett's Haunted Mansion, their first year opening, Chemical safety is our top priority. Our small community of staff constantly work to reinforce our motto. A better tomorrow starts today. That's it. Do you know what would be really cool? Sorry, this is like totally a side note. Okay. If they did, like, instead of the black, uh, black, uh, is it blackout night? What is it? Blacked out? Blackout night is when they do, like, the, so the lights off. Night. if they yeah. did that, and then if the, if this was, if it was tied to some sort of chemical reaction, if they could also spray you with, like, neon Mist. paint, mm. that would be amazing. That would uh, be cool. so If anyone so sprayed weird. me with neon paint, <laughs> I'd be fucking pissed. Well, you'd have to, no, but you'd have to go into that knowing that what's going to happen. How about just happen. neon, like, well, water? So, no. Well, the time, we, the, the time we did the lights the off night, you have to sign a waiver for all this. Yes. No, no, no. You sign oh. a waiver, and, like, some guy Basically licked, saying people can like, touch you. That's yes. Oh, well, that's oh fine. some yeah. guy, like, licked my cheek with a sponge or something. It was weird. But that's different than spraying paint on you. Okay, and you could have a bag pull over your head and get drunk through the house like thrown on the ground and yeah didn't happen to any of us no but, but jen got jen was still in the house by herself and we were all outside i know that was that was fun dude what a cover for an actual murderer mm. it was yeah, yeah <laughs> you signed a waiver you did sign a waiver you signed a waiver i murdered yeah. you yeah it was awesome though it was such a good time but yeah. it would be really cool if they sprayed you with like if it was like a like a black light like mm. paint that you could see i mean you'd have to like put on some sort of like protective gear i guess before yeah like, and well know they'd, that they'd never be able to do no they that, wouldn't but, but it like would be really cool yeah. um That'd so be really cool but anyway so we sorry we're kind of having i mean just like you know inside show talk here which we, we were kind of having a brainstorming session before we recorded tonight about some of the things that we want to talk about over the next several months because you know what it's mid-august now and we are creeping up on the fall pumpkin spice which is our lattes. prime time stuff Oops. and um we know we want to cover some local New England haunted attractions this fall. And obviously we're going to cover Barrett's again because it's our local haunted attraction. It's one of the best. I think this is a very interesting teaser. I'd be interested to see what they come out with over the next couple of months. But I know we also have a couple of ideas about some other things that we're going to talk about in terms of haunted attractions over the next couple of months. So we will reveal those in the coming weeks. I should say. I'll be interested in seeing how much their cans of soda cost this year. 
now <laughs> that it has been a full year removed from yeah. true. <laughs> well, I hope they just give you a free can of soda so you'll shut the fuck up. If they give me honest. a free can of soda with my yeah, name on so it, too. you'll give them a Appreciate 10, out of, like, 10 <laughs> out of 10 ringing endorsement. I'd give them a ringing endorsement anyways, but I was just three bucks for a can. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, yes, uh, needless to say, I am very excited for Barrett's Haunted Mansion this year. I think I am very excited to see it return to the original form, even though I really liked the idea of Screams and Screams, the uh, the haunted drive-in. I wish they kind of kept that, but I mean, I, 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 I guarantee you, you if, if, if they, they had the enough space, space yeah. they would do both, but they don't. So they're going to return to their bread so and butter, sad. which is a haunted house, and it's going to be good. It's going to be great. I betcha. So, that being said... We ready to talk about tonight's movie. Tonight's yes. topic do so, you uh, like three bucks for a can of beer? I'd be willing to pay that. Well, nobody ever charges that unless you're in like, some the some South. golf courses. You can get a can of beer for three bucks. Right, but no bar you're ever going to is going to give you three dollar beers. Right. Uh, you can get a three dollar Paps draft. Okay, that's, that's different. Correct. Though that's different than a can of soda. Oh my god! I suppose that's I'm just true. saying. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just making on the categories. All right, what are we talking about tonight? You ready? What are we talking about? We're talking about Predator. Oh, Predator. Tonight's topic du jour. Tonight's yes. topic du jour. And not guys... the guy living down the street from you, like Predator. <laughs> Who's the guy living down the street from me? The, pre- sure. the Predator down the street. I'm sure oh there's one. God. There's probably Don't one on that. every That's street. Terrifying. The actual movie called Predator. Nah, okay. That one. All yeah. right. So cat, right. so cat. All right, I guess we'll we'll jump right into this, and we'll we'll go into our thoughts before we jump into everything else that we usually do. Catherine, you claimed yesterday when we picked this as a topic that you had never seen this movie before, when in fact you have seen it several times. Well, I was so with that being said, I will let you talk. Just Upon so you don't your forget quote about unquote it. first viewing of this movie, what do you think? I no, I I forgot that I watched I. How long did you story forget longer. that you watched because I, I've, I think I've only watched it like once or twice. I know it's a classic movie, but like I just never, I, I didn't, I don't know why. I'm sorry. I never saw I just it. don't know how you would forget seeing this one movie. Like, I understand. I forget a lot of movies that I watch. I know. But forgetting that you saw Predator? I know. Kind of. I know. Seeing a well, bunch of guys on steroids being I'm, chased around by a dreadlocked alien through the South American jungle? How can you forget that? I I didn't mean to forget it. I you mean, just weren't paying attention. I just was saying okay. I wasn't right. paying enough. attention. I could picture you. When Go did ahead. you last see it? Um, Today? No, no, other than today. <laughs> I'm curious. What time? Year, like years ago. So you could have been in college doing homework. No, I was, was definitely or... with Mike because Mike no, told me No, it's definitely with me. Oh, yeah. you, you would never even have known Predator. that this movie existed probably. And, uh, no, I knew it existed. Like, did obviously, you? You don't even remember I, watching it, so did you know it existed? No, I do. I do. Obviously, I knew it existed. I like this movie. <clears throat> so my overall thoughts, let's focus back ahead, on yeah. the question at hand. I thought we were just going to make fun of you for 20 minutes. <laughs> um, I like this movie because it's like instant action. There's a great balance of like a little bit of old school humor, like fear and violence, like all in one. And I think that that's like such a nice combination for this movie that makes it like enjoyable to watch. In a weird way, as a horror movie, it's still like fun to watch. Well... I would, even people I would, that don't like horror movies. I, I would even say, to interject here before I let I, I go back to you, it's arguably a horror movie. I think it is, but it's an action movie it fused is. with it's science a, fiction yes, and horror. it is. So, it's like Platoon meets Alien. 
Pretty much. That's Pretty a much. great description. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's that was that was my thought. That was my thought was that it's a great balance between everything. I liked it. Um, the second time that I watched it, which was today, and <laughs> I thought that it was it's a great movie. I I can understand why it's a classic. It falls within the realms of like the whole monster genre, genre if I may, and. Uh, I can. I would watch it a million more times over. I well, there's much. a reason. I mean, it, it's it's good. It's a great movie. There's a reason I drafted the Predator as one of our uh, movie monsters in the fantasy draft, which I recently discovered. You was one of our I? most. Why did I? Our think least it? downloaded episodes of all time. Wait, so. why did I think that I drafted Predator? You didn't because didn't? you didn't even know who it was. Well, until I knew today. who it. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. All right. When would you have done this? What? You barely watched it today at work. I have a feeling I thought that I drafted I Predator. Are you, you sure? You I defi- didn't? You definitely No, didn't. Mike, <laughs> I thought I drafted Predator. I think I was going to, and then I did one of my uh, Andrew moves in our drafts where I go completely I'll tell you what, board. Andrew, while you give your thoughts on Predator, I will go back and look through our uh, draft. You tell me. I know I had fucking... Okay, thoughts on Predator? Yep. Yes. What are your thoughts what's, on Predator, uh, Andrew? What's not to How like much time movie? you got, pal? Huh? I was saying, like, if I if someone asked me that, I'd say, how much time you got? Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it, I get it. The movie's phenomenal. It's such a... It's such a... It, it could be a really bad movie. Like, right. This movie could have been so bad. It had all the potential to be one of the worst movies you've like ever Tropic watched. Like Tropic Thunder, kind of? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> I'm not going to talk badly about Tropic Thunder. <laughs> movie's awesome. Had no intentions of even being this type of movie, so we'll forget that entire. Just eh. um, no, it had the potential to just be a corny, cheesy, like sci-fi horror movie. How many movies of those has there right. been? Sure. But it they got such the good blend of actors. Just strange dialogue throughout the movie. I'll call it strange, offensive, decent, fitting. Very fitting dialogue for this style of movie. More fitting than anything, because you need the right dialogue in this movie for it to work. Right. This movie has the correct dialogue. It works for this movie. Maybe offensive, it may be off the cuff, but it's perfect for the movie. Great, great, great. I don't even think most of it is offensive. I think it's the there's a couple the epitome of like eight a few lines. It's the epitome of eighties action. Yeah, it's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, so that's perfect. They nailed the action movie part of it, which is great. Oh, yeah. So where it could have gone off the rails and been corny is when the horror element with the monster comes into it. But they did such a good job. The music just built up tension throughout the movie. Like, I feel like, having already seen this movie, I know that the Predator's coming at some point. So I would have... I'd love to remember what I first thought when I watched the movie, but I always had a preconceived notion of what the movie was. If this movie went in blind... It probably would have been better off served if the people went into this thinking it's just some war movie, and in right. turn it turns into this. They would have been shocked, like that twist. But if you give away the twist, it's not going to be as good. Right. But it's still really good because it's got great actors, great monster, great deaths, sci-fi level aliens, um, violence, gore. giant muscles. Oh my god! <laughs> like I don't want to sound 
whatever. Well, in the first, but like two seconds, bursting with muscles. Like, like I don't know what's bigger, the their muscles or their guns. The first, <laughs> the first note that I had for my thoughts of this was, "Holy shit! I have never felt so out of shape watching a movie in my right? entire life." <laughs> Yeah. Everybody you in this a, movie you got Arnold, is a pro wrestler. You have Carl, Carl Weathers, from, yeah. Jesse the Body Ventura. And, like everybody in this movie is absolutely even the nerds yoked. with the glasses oh. is yoked. You feel like they're like nobody feels out of place. New no. in this as a special ops commando force. They're all glistening in sweat with giant muscles. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, I think there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, how could you not like this movie? Right. Agree. Agreed. Anything else? I mean, I have more, but I'm like, I'll get into it. Okay. I mean, I absolutely love this movie, and the, the first note that I had with Lou was what I just said. It was like, I've never felt more out of shape watching a movie than I have in this one. Jesus Christ, never felt more scrawny or out of shape. But I, honest, in all honesty, I, I do absolutely love Predator. It's one of my all-time favorites. Even though it is a cheesy, corny movie in most aspects, I feel like it's, you know... I have a nostalgic tie to it because it's a movie that was introduced to me by my dad, which, like I mentioned in our Jaws episode, was probably way too young of an age. Um... I was both horrified and How old intrigued. You? Probably seven or eight. Oh wow! Watching Predator. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. Well, it's one of those movies too. That's like I feel like Predator. Predator, like a bunch of other movies, is always on TV. And they call so they call like when you are watching a movie on TV and you can't turn it off. They call that getting Shawshanked. Because of Shawshank Redemption, just which is also a great movie. And you just like, wow, I wasted three and a half hours so, of my life. So, yeah, this absolutely. Like, I feel like everything. when Predator is on, I can never, ever turn it off. That's ever. like Twister for me. Yeah, Twister's one of those movies for me. The in Mummy. Jurassic Park. The Brendan, Frazier, the Brendan Fraser Mummy is one of those movies Jurassic for me. Park. Jurassic Park's Jurassic another Park. one. Mrs. Yep. Delphire. Mrs. Delphire <laughs> is another one. You know, movies from the, uh, the 80s and 90s that I feel like just... You have to watch them whenever they're on, right? Absolutely. Um, but it's, it's a great movie, and I think the most interesting thing about this and the reason this movie is so iconic, it is essentially a slasher movie where instead of babysitters, it's jacked-up, roided-out commando guys. Yeah, pretty much. Which is an incredibly <laughs> interesting angle to take, okay? Right? I mean... Isn't that uh, essentially yeah, what is. this movie is? I mean... There's not an ounce of fat on this movie. You immediately, from the jump... That was... I was no, that there's was nothing. You are introduced to, to Dutch and his crew. You get a little bit of dialogue, and then you are in the jungle with these people. It is go, 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 yeah, go. The entire actually, time. Yeah. Which, like, I, that's great. It's fantastic. Um, arguably, if not... One of the most iconic movie monsters of all time. The score is iconic. The music in this is fantastic. Fantastic. Iconic score. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I just think it's a fantastic movie. I mean, I don't really know what else to say beyond that. I don't think it's the necessarily the type of movie, like The Babadook we talked about a couple of weeks ago, that requires any sort of deep analysis, even right. though I do think that there is some deeper meaning sure. here about what this movie's about. But, I mean, it's just a great movie. It's a fucking awesome movie. It's Predator. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger in the 80s 
It's a monster he's fighting so Arnold Schwarzenegger, young, like, and it's fantastic. Him, you're just looking at him now. You're just like, oh yeah. my god, you're so young. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. looks like a baby. In that yeah, he yeah. but he's like probably what twenty eight. I mean, well, I don't even know. What year did this one come out? 87. Uh, 87, 87 so which is a perfect segue. That's 34 years. Into, uh, from that's, any, that's I was going to say, years ago. Any, don't any, tell me how I know that. Any <laughs> final, <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, oh wow. Any final thoughts on the legacy of this movie or any overall thoughts before we jump into the next category? Well, the legacy lives on. Legacy lives on, for sure. We'll get into that. So, um, we just mentioned it came out in 1987. Want to hear about some other 1987 horror movies? Okay. Yes. Okay, let's go. So, always. Lady and Gentlemen. We've done one other horror movie from 1987, and I ask if you might know what it might be. Oh, Phantasm? Nope. It's it. not Phantasm. Like and you're not going to look and oh, guess was this it? one. Because Cat always cheats and looks at my screen. Oh, that's not true. That is 100% true. You always look and cheat. <laughs> you should know this. I can't remember, because we've done so many things, we've talked about so many different movies, and I can I never know. remember what movies... So we've kind of done one and a half movies from this year. So one and a half? That's correct. That's one what I said. Um... All right. The movie we've done from this year was Hellraiser. Oh, oh duh. And we also, did, we also did an episode on Creepshow, where we talked about portions of Creepshow 2. So there's the half. So basically, uh, in 1987, it was actually a pretty, I was surprised, pretty decent year for horror. So we mentioned Creepshow 2. Um, also, Evil Dead 2 was released in 1987, which is essentially a remake of Evil Dead, a better version of Evil Dead. Hellraiser, as I mentioned. Jaws, The Revenge, terrible sequel. Lots of terrible sequels in this year as well. Um, the Lost Boys, good movie, very good movie. I remember having that on DVD, and I don't think I ever watched it because I think it was like free with an extra DVD. You know that whole thing where I've I was never like, seen The Lost Boys. I don't think so. It doesn't matter I think if it was have a free it, with like, an extra DVD. Why didn't you watch it? What's the point of getting a free movie? If I think you don't I watch bought it? like Saw, and it came with like The Lost Boys or something. You remember like you like, never DVDs? watched The Lost I Boys? I, where I guess not. where I don't know. on earth did you purchase the movie Saw, and it came with a free copy I don't know. of The Lost the, like, Boys? Doesn't seem like it makes much. Like just here's like, this. Then like know. they just stapled they it together. Like DVD. you know what? No one's yeah. buying this movie. You've never had that? Like it was just a free I, usually movie. no. I have, but usually they're like related in some know. way. Well, right? okay. You know what else came out in 1987? <laughs> that's an awesome movie. The Monster Squad. Great flick. I haven't seen. That. Great flick. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street Three: Dream Warriors, which actually, despite the terrible title, is a pretty good Nightmare on Elm Street sequel if you've never seen it. Also, just realized we've never covered a Nightmare on Elm Street in this show. No. We should probably do that. We should. We should probably do that. Uh, Prince of Darkness, which is a John Carpenter movie. Prince of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Another one with Donald Pleasance. Isn't that a follow-up? So, John Carpenter directed his, uh, what he called his Apocalypse Trilogy, which started with The Thing. And yes. also had Prince of Darkness in one other movie that I can't remember right now, and uh, everyone's going to yell at me in the comments about yeah. this. Uh, I forget what else. That's okay. Come back Also to had uh, a return to Salem's Lot. <laughs> and, Andrew, the stepfather. Next Father's Day, we're doing that movie. Okay. <laughs> Put that on Good the idea. List. You know what? Put that in your calendar right now. <laughs> June. Father's Day weekend. All right. Cool. 
So that's what we had uh, come out in uh, in 1980. If we're going to re-listen and use this for stuff, too, we could also do the segment from Creepshow, uh, Father's Day. We could do that. That would be a good way to do that. Father's Day. I mean, yeah, that's actually a good point because I feel like it's not very much for Father's Day. Uh, but anyway, so uh, want to hear some quick facts. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Let's Predator go for quick before facts. Before we move into our categories and uh, other things. So, uh, Predator was directed by John McTiernan. So, does that name, you know, ring a bell for you, either no. of you, for anything else? Sounds like an Irish dude. Uh, it does, yeah. yeah. it is. And, and Smitty would be punching you both right now. So, uh, John, Mc, John McTiernan directed uh, Die Hard, The Hunt for Red October, <laughs> Last Action Hero, Die Hard with a Vengeance, and also the Thomas Crown. So, the budget for Predator was uh, approximately... Fifteen million dollars. Wow. Nineteen eighty-seven dollars. Nineteen eighty-seven. That's crazy. And money. it went Ooh. on to gross over ninety-eight million dollars worldwide. So safe to say, it did very well. That's a lot of return. It was called a sucky movie. Yeah, and uh, obviously, yeah, it was not. It was not a critical darling, um, but it's since gone on to become one of the most <laughs> iconic. Yeah, action you, you sci-fi, know, action you know horror movies of all the, time. The fans, the uh, audience. People that like it. movies. Not the people like that good write movies. about movies and crap on them. Yeah. Right. I could give two fucks what critics well, think about so, 99 okay, so of while So, while, while we're on this, this is a very... Uh, uh, okay, good thing to talk about here, right? So, you have to think about before the internet in the 80s and the 90s. Right. Okay? That's all you had to go on. Who were the people writing about movies? Siskel and Ebert. Old, <laughs> white, right. men. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Kay? yeah. Who's writing about movies now on the internet? Everybody. 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 Okay? This movie would have been a masterpiece that came out in 2021 or 2015 or 2010. I think it's just something to think about, right? That because is a good you have, you, you, yeah. like, you have to think about, like, so a lot of the movies that have come out. So, like, think about all the horror movies in the 80s that got horrible reviews. So I think about this movie and The Thing. Both two movies that are considered iconic horror classics, okay, that were critically panned at the time, and now they're considered to be great because you know what? Not everybody that's reviewing them now are stuffy old white fucks. Yeah, that makes me think of uh, Phantasm too, because <laughs> so no, no. How, how many movies are there now? Eight, eight Phantasms. There's well, eight Phantasms. I mean, there's a fucking Jesus. lot of them. Andrew, Why, Andrew? The first one's Why? good. Why? The, the couple of sequels. Oh no, no, no. I'm not. Are you, are you going? Are you trying to say? I'm all not eight, saying the sequels fans. are good. I'm just saying a movie that didn't get very good ratings has eight sequels. Mm-hmm. That's got to have something going for you if you're going to make that many movies. Otherwise, what are you doing? You know what it is? Money. If they make Obviously, money, they get it's sequels. money. That's what I'm saying. Right. But, but I'm just saying in terms of critical success, right? So, like, yeah, no like just, again, something to think about in the in the scale of, like, who was reviewing movies in the 80s sure. versus who was reviewing movies now. now. Right. Okay? Yep. Right? Different audience. Totally fair, different audience. Fair to say? Yep. Okay. So, um, you know, obviously this movie, like I said, it made a lot of money. It's become a classic, not even a cult classic, a classic when you think of Arnold, Sch- like, just, oh. okay, off the cuff oh, here. Predator. When you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. movies, well, you hadn't even heard of this movie until yesterday. No, that Andrew, is no, that is. When incorrect. you think about Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, uh, in what this movies order, do you think about? So, for me, it goes Terminator. Terminator, T2. Total Recall. Predator, Total Recall. Then Predator. Kindergarten Cop. That's 
up there. But yeah, it's like it's in the top three. Mm-hmm. Like if you immediately go Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm either gonna think of Terminator, Total Recall, Eraser. That's a good movie. Oh, I can't think of a racer. <laughs> you don't like a racer? I like a racer. I but. mean, um, what, jingle all the way. <laughs> was he in? Uh, was he in True Lies? He was in True Lies. That's a pretty good movie. True Lies was filmed at my alma mater. No shit. Salve Regina University in Newport, Rhode Island. There you go. How about that? Solid movie. Right, but I guess what I'm trying to say is. Predator is up there, it's right? The it's arguably top three famous Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Top three, movie. easily. You could make Maybe the, the top one. one. You can make it one. Uh, Has, yeah. and we'll talk about this because, as I mentioned... in the Barbarian. I have... I have oh, that's a good one, too. I have some, uh, some updates to our categories this week, guys. So if you're a constant listener of our show, might be a few wrinkles this week. I'm excited to talk about them. But... Wrinkles... If you were to think of one Arnold <laughs> Twins? Line, no, no. No, that's a great movie. What's the most famous Arnold Schwarzenegger movie line? Um, I'll be back. Or that one. Get actually back to probably the chop. better. Get to the chop. Get to the <laughs> not even get back get to the chop. To the chop. I get think, to the chop. I think it's I'll be back though is probably I think I'll be back. It's probably better. Probably better. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So I guess well, what's the one from uh, Total Recall? And he rips fucking... Uh, yeah, that's a good one, too. <laughs> but I feel like I'll be back, I'll be back, and get to the chopper are the two most famous, I'll be back. I say. And I'm sure if Smitty ever listens to us, she'll correct us, because she has Arnold Schwarzenegger on the back of her phone. So, um, I guess my point is, this movie was it's not a hugely famous. It's not a Tuma. Oh, that's a good one, too, that's actually. top five. This movie spawned several sequel movies, oh, yeah. including Predator 2, which came out in 1990. And then... Long time, 20 years between sequels. Predators, 2010, which, Andrew, you and I share a love of this movie. It's a very good movie. The one with Adrian Brody, oh. Topher Grace, that movie's awesome. Danny Trejo, they do a really Lawrence good job. Fishburne. That movie's so much different, I but love, it's so good. I love that movie. The concept of the movie's great, and the acting's great. Everything about that movie's awesome. Yeah. Don't sleep on Predator 2, though, either. Danny Glover. Oh, that's a very good one, which contains a very important thing that I will get to very shortly, and I know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And the most recent sequel was The Predator, which came out in 2018. Again, a very good cast. was kind of critically panned, and I did not think it was bad. I saw it. I actually really liked it. The Predator stuff in it is very cool. It actually kind of picks up the story directly where Predators left off. Oh, okay. But this time it's on Earth. Check it out. I... Dude, we're on Predator. Watch it tomorrow night. Yeah, might as well. if you keep, up, right? keep up with it. There's also a forthcoming sequel to that movie, which is called Skull. That's supposedly coming out either this year or more probably next year. So 2022. Let's not forget about Alien v. Predator. Uh, I took the words right out of my mouth. Because <laughs> that so, movie's awesome. <laughs> let's talk about this, Andrew, since you stepped on my thing. I thought we were going just Toast. right over there. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. Stepped on my point toes, whatever. It doesn't matter. Point so, there was a small Easter egg in Predator number two, which again starred Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. Angels in the Outfield. Saw, you know, flapping. <laughs> I believe. Uh, we're at the end of Predator two. They're in the Predator ship, and there is a xenomorph skull. And that is ah. all. You, you never knew that? Never knew that. Never knew That's all it took never to knew. launch the Alien versus Predator universe. Wow. So, basically, what a good idea. Alien and Predator were both owned by 20th Century Fox. They put that in there to kind of connect the universes. It led to comics, novels, obviously movies. There have been two. Alien vs. Predator in 2004. That might be the most important thing about Predator 2 then. Yeah, I think so. Without that. Also, 
uh, Alien vs. Predator Requiem, which came out in 2007. I honestly, give me all everything with these two movie well, monsters. I mean, you put those I two together, together. Yeah, they're the best. It's great. It's great. So, I don't know. What I mean to say as I wax poetically about this movie monster and this movie, it led to a lot of different things. Okay? led to a lot of different things. It's an important movie in movie history, which I feel like a lot of the movies we talk about are stupid, but in the grand scheme of things, this is one of the big ones. Could you imagine if they made a ride that was Alien versus Predator and you were like caught in it like... More on that. Is that a ride thing? Later. Oh. Not a ride. Perhaps a haunted house? Oh, well that too. So here's here's an interesting one, okay? So basically, you guys seen Rocky IV. Yes. Right, Rocky Four. Yeah, I no. think my favorite Rocky but movie. That's fine. The one where he fights <laughs> the Russian. Come on, Catherine. Jesus. I'm sorry, Christ. I'm so what are we doing? sorry. I don't know. Keep so going. after the release of Rocky Four in 1985, there was a joke that was made amongst studio executives that said Rocky has kind of run out of earthly opponents to fight, and if there were to be a Rocky Five, he'd have to fight somebody from outer space, an alien, maybe even ET. Turns out there were two people in that room that took that idea and ran with it. Their names were Jim and John Thomas. Okay? Two brothers, screenwriters. Jim, John. Aspiring Hollywood screenwriters. So they wrote the screenplay for Predator, and they called it Hunter. That was the working title of the movie before it went into production. Okay? They, uh, basically, when this movie got greenlit, it was filmed on location in the Mexican jungle. So they're not on green screens. No, that they're looks, they're that in looks, Mexico. That's, you can tell that. Yeah, which this provided, obviously, a, a number of problems for people. Oh, so, imagine. Catherine, you and I have been to Mexico a number of times. In Cancun, on the beach, at a resort. They were in the Mexican jungle. That's like, crazy. In the fucking I mean... middle of it. So here are some of the uh, the problems <laughs> that they ran into when they were talking when they were filming this movie. Not talking about it. We're talking about it. Um, nice. Leeches. Oh, yeah. Gross. Gross. Uh, snakes. Scorpions. Yeah. Scorpions. Stifling humidity and heat. Of course. And obviously rough terrain. All of the night scenes, which are featured at the end of the movie, which we'll get into, you know, uh, were f- with featuring Arnold fighting the predator creature. They were all filmed, which I, I, I never knew this. I never knew this was even a possibility. They were filmed during freezing cold temperatures. I didn't realize that the Mexican jungle can get that way. I didn't think they Apparently at night it can just drop because you freeze. So what is it like 30? the desert? Maybe because but you're that's un- maybe maybe because freezing. you're in the rainforest. 32 Wait, degrees is freezing. Yeah, 32 it drops to 30. So I I'm pulling these off IMDb. That was a direct quote from them. Freezing, freezing temperatures. temperatures. And apparently the times when he actually had to go into the water and then cake himself with mud. He I looked mean, cold as fuck. You could... You I can mean, see that in uh, that whole scene. You can imagine scene. in a rainforest... Is it also... Is is there is there any stunt doubles in this? Or is that just Arnold jumping off? I didn't... I, I'm sure Arnold does most of his stunts, but I, I didn't see anything about that. So here's the direct quote from IMDB, Internet Movie Database, okay? All of the night scenes were filmed during freezing cold temperature, which was especially hard on Arnold Schwarzenegger during the latter half of the film, when the mud he had to wear, which was actually pottery clay, became cold and wet. But when I was reading through it, it said freezing temperatures. 
Because so mean, maybe because it's in the rainforest, there's no, there's not say, a lot of sun. Maybe it, the temperature drops. I have no idea. I thought it was weird too, but I'm well, just telling you. In, it keeps in the moisture. It's so all, it, there's all know. the different levels. Somebody of the look rain. it up. Somebody there's, look it up. No, I know that's fine, but like I'm not lying. So I, oh, I believe you. I don't say I didn't say you're lying, but I'm just saying that there's different levels in the rainforest. So like I can understand that like the bed, like the the very bottom of the rainforest would be cold. Cause well, you also got to think about it. What lives at the very bottom of the rainforest? Right. Millipedes, centipedes, all those like disgusting. Lobster bug like things that live at the deep Lobster deepest No no they live at the deepest deepest, deepest. depths of the ocean, right. which is where it's probably the coldest, as do these disgusting bugs that live on the wet tropic floor that's probably right. cold in temperature and that's why they get that way. Yeah. So maybe so, there's I mean, something I to that. I don't know. I don't I've never been I'm telling you, look look it up. We'll look it up afterwards, but you know. Alright, so let's talk about the creature design for the predator. As we talked about, iconic movie monster, right? I mean, yes. great design. Do you guys have any problems with the design of this creature? I okay. My nitpick is the whole thing where he has like a like a helmet face shield and then he takes it off. Like well, again, I get the protection thing because he's technically he's an, fighting he's everyone an else. Alien he's, fine. he's an alien invader. He's, yeah, in a space suit. Think right. He to me looks like a Lovecraftian. Alien. I think so. With the tentacles coming down his face, his kind of hands thing. were weird. I don't know. So, like, like, he's, he's a weird looking fucking dude. He's very weird looking, but you have the, the metal face mask. That's a spacesuit, right? Right. Could be, it's just if they show him coming mask. in on a spaceship at the beginning, the very, very, right. very beginning be of the movie, right? Right. And, yeah, that's a great comparison. I call Otis yeah, you look Boba at Boba Fett. Fett and you Boba go, Fett. Boba Fett. You go, what's underneath? And you go, at oh, the spooky hound dog. Uh, a dude, there's a guy underneath that. Yeah, right. Same thing. There's no difference. I mean, overall, his his design is interesting because it's different than a lot of other monsters. I would say by far. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Ever? No, it's so good. That's what I mean. It's just so it's so different. So creepy. I feel like he felt a bond with the scorpion because he, he almost like human. Because he sense. was like that's that there was a reason the scorpion it. was in that scene. I think, I think so. Well, it it's kind of like a designed to look like almost like an insect almost. Yeah, they're insects. So isn't the xenomorph? Yeah, is essentially a scorpion. They're mo- they're or, or like a yeah something like something that. Yeah. scary. But he has like the body bu- of but a human. Well, they have the scorpion like, tail. Yeah, you're it's, absolutely it's, right. It's yep. bugs are used to getting stomped on by us on Earth, and now what if a bug comes down and fucking? What if there were eight foot? Right. What if there were eight foot bugs? Yeah, like I was telling you guys about the tardigrad. I don't know if you looked that up. Tart- no, I didn't. The bears. We were talking about the beach bears the other day. Yeah, yeah no, bears. we were uh, right water, ba- yeah. water bears. Mm-hmm. Water bears. Water bears. Water bears. Well, she was talking about beach bears. You probably. Ah, yes. So anyway, so we were talking about the design for the predator creature. Okay. It was designed by Stan Winston, who is arguably one of the most uh, most famous creature designers in the history of film. Um, worked on Aliens, Jurassic Park, Terminator 2, War of the Worlds, the Spielberg one, all kinds of movies, a ton of them. In, all the Indiana Jones movies, all that type of stuff, Stan Winston designed. He was one of the people featured in the uh, movies that made us Jurassic Park episode, because he did oh, okay. the T-Rex. Yeah, and yep. he was the claymation guy, yeah. right? So no. basically, a couple of interesting points here. So when, obviously, you look at the Predator, it's a very different-looking design, okay? One of the things that he was inspired by was a painting of a Rastafarian warrior in a producer's office that it was sitting in. Think of Rastafarian, Rastafarian, excuse me, dreadlocks. Predator has some dreadlocks type of things going yeah. on, right? Yeah. Um, also... So when the Predator takes his mask off at the end of the movie, you see his face. And that's arguably the scariest point of the movie, right? 
because you see what it actually looks like, and it's a terrifying design. Yeah. Uh, the mandibles, which are the parts yeah. that open up like that. Stan Winston was on a plane with James Cameron, and he was sketching out designs for the Predator, and James Cameron said to him, you should put some mandibles on that creature. That would make it much creepier. So that was James Cameron's idea. James Cameron of Titanic, Avatar, well, uh, mandibles, Aliens, mandibles are Sphere. Terrifying. You look at an ant's face. Oh my god, terrible. Oh. Terrible. Yeah, keep them mandibles away. <laughs> I don't like bugs. While we're on the Predator, so the Predator's blood is a very big part of this movie, right? It's neon green, it glows, it sees, it sees it everywhere. So here's how they made it. Mixture of liquid from the inside of glow sticks and KY jelly. Oh my god. That makes sense. <laughs> so lube and glow sticks. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking rave in Las well, Vegas. Well, what's his name? Breaks apart that piece of the tree and starts drinking from it. That yeah. looks like he's drinking lube. Uh, I know. Oh, Billy? Yeah, it's like um, thick water. I know. More on <laughs> Billy later. More on Billy later. I was like, what is he doing? He's drinking out of this, like, bamboo Well, it holds stick. water. Like, You're thirsty. I know, I know. I was like, okay. You can't go and buy a fucking I, I would trust that take. guy with anything because they're all hardened battle veterans that know how to survive the oh, jungle. Oh, yeah. No, clearly, So he knows what he's doing. If they More were, on Billy later if because... If they were naked and afraid, they'd be... Oh, they'd my God. Go to the they'd ends. kill it. They would absolutely <laughs> kill it. But they'd probably kill everybody on the show, too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um... <laughs> I have more to say about the design of the Predator and who played him, but I'm going to leave that for our cast uh, alternatives, replacements, facts category, which is coming up. Believe it or not, I have one. A fact or a cast? cast replacement. Okay, fair enough. If that is even a thing in this. But uh, while we're on the Predator, so the costume for the Predator weighed over 200 pounds. Wow. The guy that wore it, his name was Kevin Peter Hall. He was seven feet two inches tall. Oh, so that's who uh, that's who Arnold was uh, facing up against in this. Wow. That's the interesting thing. Do you ever really seven see them head to head, like face up, where you can see how tall he is? Well, seven feet two inches seven two. tall. Seven two. Wow. So I think they they kind of made them look a little bit more on the same height. Probably at Schwarzenegger's to, insistence. Angle. Right, yeah. but that guy that played him was yeah, seven foot. Because I feel inches. like I feel like wow. the predator's scarier because mm-hmm. it looks like the size mm-hmm. of a regular human being. Like if he was seven foot two, you'd be like, "Damn!" So obviously, if you're seven two, you're you're a strong guy. You're tall, um, but the the costume was so heavy. He essentially had to be on a bungee rig when he was in his scenes to make it look like he was moving a little bit more naturally. Wow, Kevin, yeah, could you imagine like yeah. moving that around? Yeah. yeah. Kevin Peter Hall is the name of the actor who was seven foot two inches tall. Why did they have to make the suit like that? I don't know. You tell me. It didn't look like it needed to weigh that much. Yeah. Um, The Predator, by the way, the alien himself, only has eight minutes of screen time. Really? Through the whole movie? Mm -hmm. A lot more in Alien. Well, because hold on, because he's like invisible most of the movie too. I think they counted the invisible stuff. They did. Mm -hmm. Because again. Perfect example of seeing less right. is more. Yeah, you the don't best, want the best horror. Yeah, in that you don't movie like was the jaw. The, the jaw dialogue effect. was the yeah. was the interaction between everybody else. The action, they were the characters, worried about what was going on. Right. You were so yeah. caught up in that that you don't need to see it. You know what it can do. You've seen what it can do. Right. It's very true. Final fact I have before we move on to our next section of the podcast. Yes. So um, you guys have heard of the show MythBusters, right? Yes. I'm discovering. Of course. Okay. Oh yeah. So in 2003, they actually uh, tried to debunk this movie. 
And they predator. They debunk predator. They proved that covering yourself entirely in mud doesn't, in fact, conceal your body heat because after only a short amount of time, the mud on your skin becomes warmer due to your body heat. So they actually tested out things from Predator in an episode of <laughs> Mythbusters. It's kind of funny though. Yeah. That they do that. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty pretty cool. All right, so normally, um, you know, if a movie warrants it, we talk sometimes about what this movie might actually mean. And it seems for sure like Predator might not have any deeper meaning. And I really, I don't think it does. I think it's just a straightforward action movie with some sci-fi and horror elements. But I do think this movie is very much a symbol for the Vietnam War. Anybody have any thoughts on that? Agree, disagree? I mean, it, it definitely had tones of um, some sort of war. It didn't necessarily mean Vietnam for me. I mean, I, I guess, in a sense, it. they also, you know, mentioned, do you remember when you were in Afghanistan, too, like, while they were in there? So, mm. I mean, it, it, oh, it's kind of just horrifically a, topical? I know. Isn't it? Um, anyway. It's just kind of... I feel like a generic... I think they're trying to go generic with this and well, not focus on well, one Well, the way I look think, at it think is about war. What, what, was, what was Vietnam warfare in the jungle against an enemy that you generally cannot see with mostly American commandos that are trained to kill getting killed by an unseen force? Right. I think that's about as deep as it goes in terms of the Vietnam comparison, right? Because it was a war that was fought very much like that. So I feel like it's it's either one of two things. If you're making a war movie, it's either about World War Two or it's about Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. So it's, it's never about World War One. Sometimes no. about Afghanistan well, um, or Iraq or the Gulf War, something like that. But mostly most war movies I agree with you well, are Vietnam movie, or World War Two. There's II. that one movie called nineteen fourteen or whatever it is. Oh, I actually didn't see that. I didn't that. see that Did either. You? Um, no, okay. I haven't seen that one. There's a few, but they're not the main. It's either World War Two or Vietnam. That's like I feel like where they mainly go with movies. It's so nineteen forty-one, maybe it's called either fourteen or forty-one. That's the one where it's meant to look like it's one single take the entire movie. I have no idea because I've never seen it. I've heard it's like it's that. Supposed to be? Yeah, okay. yeah. But it's Dun- actually not. Dunkirk was World War Two, right? Dunkirk was World War Two. Yes, clearly. Most of them are. Yeah. Wish I could think of a few more, but there's a bunch. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That was just the vibe that I got because yeah, they're obviously very, all well, Vietnam vets, we, right? When, I, when the movie comes on, I feel like they're in Vietnam. Like yeah. that's what I assume the movie. Get is. the helicopters flying in, yeah. dropping them off. Like I feel like it's it it's like. very much made to feel like it's a metaphor for that. It's like Tropic Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Actually, kind of. But uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on that before we move on? No, I completely agree with what you said. All right. Well, just a reminder that tonight's episode of America's Hometown Horror is brought to you again by HelloFresh. Do you particularly feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? Well, with HelloFresh, you get pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner in the table in uh, 30 minutes or less. With over 30, uh, excuse me, 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Click the link in our show notes, that would be the show notes of America's Hometown Horror, to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, 
the number one meal kit. Hello, Fridge. Hello, Fridge. <laughs> love, love anyone that sponsors our show, especially Hello Fresh. And with that being said, we are moving on to our categories, which, as I told you guys, I might have said this in the podcast. A little already. bit of a change up. Yeah, hey, a little bit of a change up tonight. So uh, some of them are the same. Some of them are different. So oh, the first okay. one, though, is the same. It's the cat category. Cat, did you find this movie to be scary? Yay or nay? Um, no, I didn't find it to be scary. I mean, I wouldn't wow. have nightmares. Of about all this. movies. I mean. I, it's it's a it's a horror movie for sure. I don't find it personally scary. Is it a horror movie? Hmm? Yes, a horror movie. No, there's a monster that they're killing in the jungle. I think, aliens, a, I think it's a sci-fi aliens. action movie with horror elements. Yeah, see, I feel like I particularly find it to be a horror movie, but I could understand anyone's point of view that said it's not. I can see that. It's yep. up to debate. It's I can some, see it. Uh, I consider it. I mean. Okay. Do you, you call find it, it scary? You say Mike? you say egg. I say egg. It's the same thing. You say, you know? okay. so that's a weird comparison. You say <laughs> potato, <laughs> potato, <laughs> tomato, <laughs> tomato. That's <laughs> worth <laughs> thing up. Egg. egg. <laughs> what a nerd. Egg. You what call it an egg. I call it an egg. Egg. Here's what I would say. Okay. <laughs> What's the most memorable part of Predator? Uh, Arnold in the mud. It's not the, the predator monster. I think um, seeing the predator for the first time in like that yeah. little like hazy thing okay. is kind of that's a monster and that's a movie monster. Right. What types of movies have movie monsters in them? Horror movies. Correct. Do they? Mic drop, bombshell, boom, boom. <laughs> what do you think? Point. I also agree that it's a horrifying situation. You oh, have yeah. these muscle-bound maniacs wielding. Giant weapons, and they are fodder, useless for yeah. this nice vocabulary. This this, yeah. this this creature lurking in the trees, mm-hmm. snatching them up by one by one, however he wants. Not even a challenge. He's reckless. He's mm-hmm. he's one of the most almost like top five like hunters of all time. We're gonna talk about hunters. Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, he's a hunter for sure. <laughs> oh, easily, easily. Well, I, I, I kind of love the fact that, like, this movie starts out, everyone has, like, these crazy, insane guns. And at the very end, it's just reduced to Arnold in a jungle with a makeshift bow and arrow and a knife. Because yeah. that's what he realized Pretty to win. dope. Survival of the fittest. Yep. And Arnold's the fittest. That as he, he usually certainly is. is. Right. <laughs> certainly is. Yeah. He Andrew. proved that in the first, like, ten seconds of the movie. Oh, easily. <laughs> I mean, I, I... We'll talk about that scene. Okay. Andrew, did you find this movie to be scary at all? And obviously now, like, re-watching it today for the millionth time. It's not... It's when not, you watch it for the first time, like, how old were you? Did you find it scary? Were you intrigued? Like, what? probably mid-teens when I watched this. Really? My God. Oh, Dude, I saw this movie when I was like eight years old. Insane. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch anything. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, So, go mid-teens probably, and uh, there's very... I, did I find it scary? It takes a lot to scare me. I cannot, This would be scary if I was ever going to be in the military and be in a jungle with a predator. Because I don't have to worry about that thing because I don't carry a weapon, so it's not going to hunt me. It's like that book, The Most Dangerous Game. Mm-hmm. 
man is the most dangerous game, but this is the the most dangerous creature or whatever. Well, uh, most, most dangerous, dangerous game. animal, animal. That's animal. What it is. Yes. Yeah, it's hunting man, man hunting man. This is similar, except this man looks like a lizard, fucking monster creature thing. Right. But is it scary? <laughs> no, it's it's fucking silly, adventurous, horry. Like that's not even horror. It's See, I'm, I'm I'm like you're in your thirties. The first time you saw this, I like you saw it in your teens. You saw it when you were. Uh, I saw it when I was young, and I just like I I can't understand. I can't fathom the fact that anyone that saw this movie when they were really young didn't think this was scary. Well, if I was Absolutely. if well, I was sure seven, I would have been scary. terrified right. too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I was seven, I was scared of the monster yes. that lived under my bed. Yeah, I even, I even think like to this day. Most of the scenes where, like Billy, who's the tracker of the group, and everybody else, and and uh, and uh, Mac, the other guy, the uh, in it, in it. the fact that they're both scared, <laughs> and they're like the alpha, like kind of yeah. like not the alphas of the group, but the ones that can kind of sense when danger is around. They both are like, yo, something's not right. Yeah, and they're fucked up. I love. I love that. That still gives me like goosebumps when I think about that type of stuff, which oh. makes it scary. The to acting that, that movie yeah. is phenomenal. The characters are great, great, and that I feel like makes the movie. Obviously, the creature design is great. There's only one but guy. All the actors, there's only, the there's only one actor fantastic. I have a problem with in this movie, and it's least mm-hmm. likely. Leave that for nitpicks. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Favorite scene. Who would like to go first? Andrew, mm-hmm. I'll start with you. <sighs> Favorite scene. That's tough. So many good scenes. You can talk about any scene you want to. It doesn't have to necessarily be your favorite. Or Kat, you can go first since you have one. Um. So I actually, the first scene I kind of was drawn to was when you first saw, like, the thermal camera from the Predator. And, like, it's this weird, like almost Pink Floyd, like, psychedelic kind of weird thing, and, like, you... And a video game, like, combination, like, the way that they kind of show it is so weird. And then you see, like, his hand, and you're just like, whoa, this is... Yeah. (laughs) This is, like, when you first start to, like, see the monster, and then you're like, wow, that's... That's arguably one of the most iconic things about the movie is, like, the Predator seeing the infrared... Yeah. View like through their mask. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's up there. Yeah. I would say of the most memorable things. Yeah. That's one that's up there. Hundred percent. That's probably my favorite scene. I would and say. I feel like they make it work for them. I feel like they, this is another movie where they like another classic example where you have less and you make more of it because you can't necessarily lean on special effects to tell the story for you. You are telling a story and you see these, some of these effects, right? Which aren't necessarily looked back on as inferior, but in the same sense, you're telling a good story, so it doesn't really matter because the, what you're seeing is just enhancing the story like, that you're like, watching. I feel like the special effects aid this movie. Yeah, I feel like they're almost perfect for this movie. Like the just the just blood splat, like every time anyone oh, yeah. dies, I'm like, oh yeah. Yep, I like that. Like, yep. it's very cut and dry. You know what just happened. And it's not terrible. It's just... It's probably more realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, someone gets their head blasted off, it's probably just... Yep. Splattered all right. over your face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's terrifying. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Cat, nice choice. Tank. Andrew, your favorite scene. So, it's actually when Mac first sees the Predator, and he just starts firing into the jungle... 
and then he calls everybody else I love up. That part. And they all come I up and they it. just blow apart the I jungle for like five minutes. And what's his face is still shooting. The is it Ventura? Mac. It's Mac. Mac no, Mac. No, yeah, because Ventura just died. Point. This yeah, is Mac died. is. It, it's and, still spinning. And he's still. It's still spinning after he shot it for like a solid like ten seconds. Yeah. And longer than that. Then the trackers go out. Fucking Billy and mm-hmm. they look and there's like there's no blood, there's no tracks. And the guy's like, I should have sawn that Again, in half. Like, that scene builds that up. Is a, that's a goosebump scene right there. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, right? Like, it's not scary, but it's like, okay, yeah. like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Why can't we see any blood? What is happening? What is this green shit on this plant? But they don't even see that. The girl does. Yeah. And they don't even talk. She brings it up later. Like, how did you miss that? Yeah. That glow-in-the-dark fucking... Yeah. Uh, it's wild. I mean, I guess if I had to pick a favorite scene, it's very tough to do. I think there's so many iconic scenes in this. But if I had to pick one, I think the most badass scene in the entire movie is after... uh, What's the name of Carl Weathers' character? Dylan? Dylan. Dylan. Dylan When he gets killed after he gets his arm blown off and he's shooting at the alien with one arm... And then you hear him die, and everyone looks back like they hear him screaming in the distance. And Billy, my man Billy, rips off his shirt. <laughs> he rips off his Native American necklace, wraps throws around his, his hand, throws his gun away. Dutch goes, Billy, no! <laughs> and he takes his machete out of his pocket, and he slices himself across the chest like, I'm ready to fucking go. And then, like, three seconds later, you hear him screaming, like, oh, oh, didn't work out so well for him. But just a badass scene from a badass character in a badass movie. Oh, my God. extrapolate upon that uh, scene? Yes. That's what I feel like is one of the best parts of Predators, Mm -hmm. is when the samurai guy Mm -hmm. is out in the field, and he just busts out his sword, and he's just ready to fucking take it on. And he dies obviously because yeah, of course, of course. you're not going to beat the predator mm-hmm. which makes it so good like the fact like that that whole like little sequence you're talking about Mike I feel like Carl Weathers with his arm shooting still on yeah. the ground awesome in between that so awesome in between that and then the guy on the bridge uh, Billy yep waiting for him that's like a solid like maybe two minutes and you're like two guys just got two got two marked two they big are, guys he is two right big characters oh like, yeah literally like, i'm coming just yo, there like, i'm like, picking this you is guys where you're off like, oh here we go this yeah. is getting going son yep. agreed great great agreed. sequence okay all right so that was mine did i miss anybody we good to go on no, the next category no we're good to go on the next okay. category so here's a new one folks you guys ready for a new yeah. category Here's one we're going to do please. from time to time, depending on the movie. Uh, there may be movies where it doesn't work. There's going to be a I'm, lot of movies where it does. I have all notes on my category, so I'm not really ready for like a new one. But this you're okay. This is, this is like no, easy. This is easy for this movie. Your favorite quote from the movie. Oh, okay. There are so, I, I can't, so I many can't options. Say um, my favorite um, quote. Me first. Me first. <laughs> ready? Don't say it. Don't say it. Go ahead. You're saying they were killed by a fucking lizard? That was your favorite quote. I mean, that was a good quote. <laughs> okay. Well, Why? I mean, get what, to the chop. Here's I mean, what I'll say. Yeah, get 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 to the chop. I was like, best that's, best one. Stick around. Yeah. That's um. So apparently, get to the chopper is Schwarzenegger's 
personal favorite catchphrase of pretty, all the films he's ever been in. I before. knew that someone was going to say that. So yeah. I want to say something. Different. But I mean, you're one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> uh, can we talk? <laughs> best? Oh yeah, can that we was talk best? What the yeah. hell are you? Can we talk oh. best dialogue sequence? Okay, go ahead. Because <laughs> when Carl Weathers slides down the hill, makes a bunch of noise, and then Mac. Just That's comes up awesome right next scene. to him. Awesome. And he scene. basically tells him, I can't remember his lines line for line, but make another noise. I'm going to slit your throat and bleed you out and leave you here if you yeah. give us away, our position away. And it's just like. That's such a chilling scene. Great line. Great oh, line. And Weathers is pissed. And well, that's. Because obviously in the beginning, he's like, you know, Schwarzenegger says, like, what do you mean we? And Carl Weathers says, I'm coming with you. And he's like, my team works alone. Yeah. And. Say okay. Well, he's. We all have orders, Major. That's like the first time you really feel like he's like, yo, you're here. I'm gonna fucking kill you if you fucking get us fucking discovered. Yeah, like it's awesome. Such it's a so good, good scene. The fact that that guy Mac always has a razor too, and he's always shaving mm-hmm. his face. Love it. Love so it. uncomfortable. And then when he's just digging into his cheek. So for other quote options, what the hell are you? <laughs> if it bleeds, we can kill it. And then also, Dylan, you son of a bitch. (laughs) What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils, huh? That was, yeah, that's great. Had enough? Uh, So good. So good. All right. So favorite quote might be a new category that we integrate from time to time, depending on the movie. I'm going to write that down. I have some uh, cast info. I think the cast in this movie is perfect, so I'm not I'm not even going to entertain the thought of replacements or alternatives. I'm just going to give you a few facts. Unless oh, I you have had, one. unless you had something, you go ahead. Go ahead. I you don't guys, bring go, you guys go first, and I'll go after. No, you go ahead. No cast replacements. No. Nope. So I feel thought like Carl Weathers kind of sucked in this movie. I feel like I didn't buy it. That's his role, though. He's supposed to be selling the. No, but I don't buy it. He's he shouldn't be playing a pain in the ass. Carl Weathers should be someone that you're rooting for. That character, he should be like Chubbs or um, he, like someone that you root for. Like he's not, he shouldn't be like the bad, like he's viewed as the bad guy in that. Kind of, well, yeah, because he's, he's the CIA guy. Yeah, so he's like the, I don't like this narc guy, basically. I right. feel like it should have been Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger would have played a much better dickhead, like I don't like this guy because it's Tom fucking Berenger. Well, apparently Schwarzenegger actually requested that it be Carl Weathers oh, for that's the role fine. specifically, like by hand. So that's probably why. But I mean, was there anybody else in the movie in terms of characters that you guys th- like were rooting I against? No, I thought he was probably the only one. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was just him. Yeah. He meant to be. Dick. I mean, pretty much. But he's yeah. Carl he's Weathers, Dylan. If that. Dylan and the U.S. If government. If Arnold doesn't like you, I don't like you. Yeah, that's probably true. And you probably pissed true. off Arnold. Okay. Fair enough. What about you, Cap? I had no um, cast replacements. None. Okay. I I thought they were all great. I thought everyone did their role like perfectly. Yeah. To be honest, I don't even know who I would. I I don't even. Yeah. No, I'm gonna leave it at that. I know, it's a long-winded thing. <laughs> Good answer. That's fine. That's actually fine. So, um, here's what I had. So, I, I was going to put this in facts, but I feel like this felt... It fit it fit better in here, okay? So, um, do you guys know that the creature design for the Predator was originally supposed to be something completely different? I did not. Okay. No. What, were they, what was the Predator supposed to look like? So, basically, it was 
supposed to look more agile, more ninja-like, and it was originally supposed to be portrayed by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. However, um, the original design for the Predator, if you, if, so if you, if you go online and you Google Predator original design, you'll see what Van Damme looked like in the Predator suit, and it looks terrible. <laughs> Absolutely awful. They made the right decision. Um, but basically, you know, he didn't oh, like yeah. the design. No. Not, it's not nearly he as He continually complained. As... And yeah. he complained about a number of things, including the fact the suit was, like, too hot. And it was making him, like, pass out in the Mexican jungle, which, okay, that's probably a valid complaint. But uh, needless to say, it didn't work out, so they kicked him off the set and were like, fuck you, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Bye-bye. Also, to do with that, um, he's only 5'9", apparently. Schwarzenegger's like 6'5", something like that. Um, and he was replaced by Kevin Peter Hall, who I already mentioned. And they completely redesigned the creature. That's when Stan Winston came into effect, along with James uh, Cameron's suggestions. Um, and, the, you know, basically, the, um, the guy who played the Predator, again, Kevin Peter Hall... Uh, he's actually visible without his predator suit on towards the end of the movie when Dutch gets extracted from the jungle. He's one of the crew on the helicopter. So kind of a f cool, fun fact. Safe to say there was a lot of controversy surrounding the uh, the design and execution of the creature in Predator. So. Well, I like the final result because I think that it was way better than what it looked like it was going to be. I agree. I'm with you. So we talked a little bit about nitpicks. Um, I know you guys both mentioned you had a couple. We might have already talked about them a little bit, so if you want to talk about them further, go ahead. Kat, I'll start with you. Um, pose. Cut. Sorry. Okay. What's the matter? I just have... No, I need to put on my thing. Um, so my nitpick, which I, I guess maybe we've already talked about, um, was that I didn't think that, like, who Predator was was ever, like, explained in the movie. It was just understood. Right? I mean, it was just understood that it was an alien force or whatever. But, I mean, I, I kind of wish that it was explained, like, what the background was. I feel like they the do monster. that in the other movies, though. I, well, I haven't seen the other movies. I well, just then you the... should see the other movies. Well, I think that's what they do. I don't actually know. And I don't think it really matters. So that's an invalid nitpick. What do you nitpick mean it's invalid? It's invalid. You lose. No. Lost. Nitpick. No. That's Sorry. no. <laughs> and I'm sure Mike would agree. No. I that think that. is invalid. No. Fail. No. No fail. What about your nitpicks? That's all you got? Yeah. That I didn't your think Your invalid that was... <laughs> nitpick? What do you mean it's an invalid? No. I wish that they explained, like, at some point, like, what what the predator was like i like yeah who but that knows? wasn't that wasn't it's not required for this movie what do you mean it's not required like it's it's, it's an there's adventure no explanation like <laughs> it's an adventure sci-fi whatever movie it's that's not necessary you're not going to give this long detailed description of the, what you don't know makes when you it feel scarier. like godzilla versus kong you know where they because yeah, they've from. developed those movies right. for so long but i mean why didn't they develop this creature i mean because it just came out this I, first one 
So they're not going to get into a huge backstory on it yet. You want to make sure people like the idea of it, and then you can get about into the backstory. That's not a legit nitpick. I Plus, mean, isn't there something to be said about ambiguity? Yeah. In terms of like I the backstory guess. of this creature, like wouldn't you say? I feel like. Do you, you want the whole origin I do. story? Of the I do. I kind of want to know. I kind of want to know. In one, in one movie, in one hour and a half movie, this you don't have enough time. You don't have enough time. All you have to do is say this is a creature from the planet Zerg. You know, like. <laughs> if I may, the first scene of the movie is a spaceship crashing onto planet Earth. Yeah, and if so you I may, you're meant too. to understand this is an alien. So, right, do you enough. need to know? So, one line would change everything for you. This is an alien from planet Zerg. Yeah. Then, then the movie would be phenomenal. Yeah. No nitpicks. Okay. Okay. Real, a real nitpick? No. Here's a real nitpick. Go ahead. What's I mean, yours? When I'm, they, I'm interested when, to hear When yours. they invade... Keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> when they invade oh. that camp or whatever mm-hmm. and Arnold sees one of the hostages. I don't know how many hostages are here. Doesn't seem to fucking matter. Because... Blows them away. <laughs> yeah. One of them <laughs> dies. He sees him gets killed. One of the hostages was killed. We need to go. And then they just blow the whole place up. Kill everybody. People are on fire. The place is burning down. They do find that one girl who's a hostage, I guess. Yeah. How is she randomly alive? She should have been burnt to a crisp in that inferno that they just... They destroyed that place. And they didn't give a fuck about any hostages. You, you know what I also found funny was at the beginning when uh, he's, you know, they get off the helicopter and Arnold's talking to the military general and Dylan, Carl Weathers, and uh, he said, why didn't you do Libya? And he says, well, my team's a rescue team, not assassins. They killed a hundred people in that, in that raid. A hundred people. We're not assassins. You murdered Probably everybody. more than that. They killed everybody. Absolutely uh, everybody. Jesse Ventura walks around with the biggest gun I've ever seen. Oh, my God. It's so awesome. He's Such a, a essentially gun. a oh. walking turret. Yeah. Like, that movie's ridiculous. That's the type of gun that's supposed to be hanging off a helicopter. Not some guy. Not somebody neck. holding it. <laughs> my like, neck muscles are so big <laughs> that I can hold this and rail people. And then oh, Mac picks it. it up. But I no, love it. Nothing okay. All right, I have no nitpicks with this movie, so I'm actually, I'm glad to hear a dissenting opinions. So yeah. Doesn't doesn't yeah. doesn't change how I feel with the movie. That's fine. Just fucking That's stupid. Right Fuck the hot. Don't even bring up that there's hostages. Right. <laughs> Makes you look worse. Ready for new categories? Ready? Another one. There's yeah. another new yeah. category. I don't so, know. I'm gonna throw MVP in the trash. I like that. Fuck MVP because it's always the same. I am gonna ask you guys. Guy. The best character and the worst character, both the same time. Oh, Andrew, I'll start with you. Mac number one. Mac, he delivers some of the best lines in that movie. He, you actually—he's my feel favorite like, character. You, you actually too. just feel like he. Or we can. What do you is, say? Well, hold on, wait, wait, hold on a second. Should we do best character and worst character, or should we do favorite character and least favorite? I'm character? I'm not prepared for that. We're doing it on the fly. We can think for ourselves. I mean, there's Andrew, so many... what do you think? I do this every week. Mac, <laughs> I, I think. No, no, best, I'm saying favorite. My you, favorite. And would my you, least favorite. Would you prefer it worded as best like and worst character, least, or because, because that doesn't mean that's the worst? Okay. It's all opinion at this point. Not best, not know. worst, least my... and most favorite. Because that's I know my different. Most favorite, than... but I don't know my least favorite. You can think about it. I know my. No, about I, it. You, you got time, time. Ma- Andrew. So according to the new category. Your most favorite character and your least favorite character. Most favorite character, Mac. He's the best. He delivers the best lines. 
he just he gives off a certain legitimateness. Like he belongs in these situations. He's perfect for this role. He does a phenomenal job with it. Cool as he a delivers cucumber. every line. He's always shaving his face with that big razor and just on his dry skin, just and then he just peels it into his face when he sees something and he's like starts bleeding. And Carl Weathers is looking at him like, "What are you a fucking maniac?" And yeah, that guy is a maniac. That's why he's so good. And in the same aspect, my least favorite character is Carl Weathers because he's a fucking bitch-made bitch. Not made for the jungle. Shouldn't be there. Go push papers. Like you've been told, Pushing too many pencils? Pushing too many pencils. Yeah, fuck (laughs) Carl Weathers. That guy sucks. That's why I I don't... And I like Carl Weathers in everything else. So that's why I think it should have just been Tom Berenger because fuck Tom Berenger. Nobody likes him. Okay. All right. Fair. So, uh, I guess my first answer would Wait, also be... I, do, I do you need some time? Or do you no, want to go? No, I'm good. I'm okay, good. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, my <laughs> my top actor would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, Dutch. Yep. Dutch. Sorry. Name of the character. Is his last name Oven? Oven, yes. And my least favorite... Well, I'd say he's the most favorite because he's obviously, like lives to be the final guy and is the main protagonist in the entire movie. So, so he's your who's your favorite character? He's my favorite character movie. because no, he's, he's your favorite character because he gets to the end. You just okay. pick you just pick whoever's the, the best. I picked, pick them. I picked my final guy. Alright. Who's your least favorite character? Um the woman that survives because she's not armed. Okay. I think not like, not just she because she's be... a woman, because she no, sucks. No, because she not because she's be... a woman that's not armed. No, this she woman should... with no gun dies. I hate her. No, she should never mind. No, I agree. She's the worst. Yeah, I I didn't appreciate her. I thought she should be more badass, but that's fine. Michael, what's your favorite character and your least favorite character? So I think my favorite character. I'm going to go off the board here. It could be boring, and I could say that it's uh, Schwarzenegger, or I could say that it is uh, Mac, because both those characters are probably the two best characters in the movie. I'm going to say Hawkins, who is the first one to die, and uh, he gets blown the fuck apart, and you see that he's hung from a tree, completely fucking naked, whatever. But uh, he's the one telling jokes. He's the one uh, hanging out having a good time, trying to tell jokes, trying to get everybody to, uh, you know, have a good time. So he's a great character. But if I had to pick my favorite character, it's going to be Billy. Billy is the best character in the entire movie, who's the tracker, the one that is uh, constantly on alert during the entire movie. Billy is my favorite. Fantastic. And I would agree with you that uh, my least favorite pick for the entire movie is going to be Anna, who's played by El Pedia Carillo. I think she's from... Thank Mexico. you for That's looking that picked. up. Yes, that was a, the one girl that was yeah, in the so entire Anna. movie. So I would say part. Billy is my favorite and Anna is my least favorite. So, um, who died the hardest in this movie? Who died the Is best? this another... New category? It's Who died way, the hardest? It's another way of me saying what best the best kill? what the best death is. I was just why do you have to say it, it differently? This is too many adjustments. Like in one episode, you're changing all the categories. Can you just say best kill? Catherine, who had the best death? Go ahead. Best death. There you go. Um, <laughs> I actually got really queasy with all of the different uh, skinned 
human remains. Yeah. So I'm just going to say that skinned human remains is my uh, best Skinned death. human remains. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that are like falling from the trees. I can't stuff. remember who it it's was. Gross. Wasn't Jesse. Wasn't Mac. The white nerdy guy with glasses? Hawkins. Hawkins. Was it him that you see the predator ripping his spine out? That's at? Billy. That's Billy. That's Billy. Yeah, that is the After best. After he's at, on the log. Yeah, because when he does that, and that's where you finally see that the predator keeps trophies, like yeah. he has his trophies. I like that that's a lot. That's so good. Yeah, very good. Very good. I actually think that's also my best death. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's not even because, the death again, it's like, the you know, ripping from, of the for, for most of the movie, you don't really see a lot. You see the aftermath no. of what happens. And at that particular point, you see this guy dead, and he's, like, ripping his spine out. Like nothing. Yeah. It's like Mortal Kombat, the new game. It yeah. actually is like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm it was probably a little out. bit of an influence yeah. for them. Right? Yep. So, um... We normally also talk about haunted attractions, and I will not even ask the question at this point because I know that this would make a very good haunted attraction, and it, it turns out that it already has. I was going to say, sense. this would make a really great haunted attraction, yeah. like through the jungle. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's amazing. I mean, it would be awesome to do this. Well, so seven years ago, back in 2014, uh, Universal Studios in Orlando and Hollywood both did a haunted house based on Alien versus Predator. We went to... The, did we go to that? We did not go no, to that. No, I was Un- like... Unfortunately. But we went... There was one that we went to that was like a... Kind of a war scene. I forget what it yeah, was. Yeah, it wasn't that one. I forget which one it was. But, um, but that's fine. Sorry, continue. Uh, but yeah, so in 2014, there was an Alien versus Predator haunted house on both coasts and they did a lot of work with a lot of puppets for uh you know aliens and live actors playing predator it looked great so this would make a great haunted house if it were to happen so normally i would ask if it's deserving of a sequel we've already kind of talked about that i was gonna say it already is correct yeah i think we've uh, kind of gone far enough at this point so I would ask both of you guys, do you have any final thoughts on Predator before we wrap things up tonight? And um, I'll start with you. I would just say, if you haven't seen it, watch it. If you haven't seen Predator 2, watch it. If you haven't seen Predators, watch it. If you haven't seen The Predator, according to Mike, watch it. Yeah. So just fucking watch it. They're all good. They're yeah. all good. Catherine? Um, my final thoughts is I need to watch everything else besides just this one movie, as according to Andrew, what he just said. I haven't seen any of yeah, those Yeah, just ones. fucking watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'll watch all of those since Andrew told me to. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, my final thought is it's a great movie. It's a classic. I can understand why. And, yeah, I'm excited to get on board with all the sequels now that Andrew has told me to watch them and everyone else on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, from what I would say... When you think about movies from the 80s, I don't know how you come up with a list of 80s movies in general, not just 80s horror movies, and you don't include Predator on this list. This is the best Schwarzenegger movie. This is the best action horror movie from the 80s. It's an absolute classic, and if you haven't seen it, 
Like, in all honesty, what are you doing? You're not a movie fan. Would you, movie, would you include how? Terminator how? as a horror movie? No. No, no, it's I, not. I, no. I, 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 can, I can see it. I can see it. I can see from it. From the past, future, different realm, whatever. It's a fucking it's a, alien it, cyber it, coming from the future to kill take people. over everything. Yeah. And uh, ba- I mean, I, I, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Because it's an, alter- an alternate depiction of the future that yeah. is... Uh, you know, it's supposed to be very negative. So I can see it. I can see it. All right, folks. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. Hi, thank you, Otis, at the Spooky Hound Dog. My name is Mike, and I've been joined by my esteemed co-hosts tonight, Kat and Andrew. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Here's where you can find us on the following social media platforms. And uh, where you can find our show. So basically, first and foremost, you can find our show on our website, which is ahhpod.com. That's apod.com. You can also find us, uh, just search for America's Hometown Horror on YouTube and Facebook. Just search for it. You'll find us right away. On Twitter, we're at Hometown Horror. And on Instagram, we're at Hometown Horror Pod. You can also drop us a line at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find our show on Apple. Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you may get your podcasts. My name is Mike. Thanks again for listening. I've been joined by my co-hosts and the Spooky Hound Dog. <laughs> oh, yes. Say goodbye to your listeners, folks. Adios, amigos. Bye. Later. Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror, and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show, because of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus and Old Colony Cast, head on over and give them a listen.